right, how's everybody doing? Welcome to Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday, and we're doing an earlier time slot today. As I mentioned on the show yesterday, because we have two very special guests who have a show that happens at 7 p.m. So this is almost like a, like kind of like a, a, a pregame warm up to the show. This is the first time we've ever done it this way. I love it. This is a, this is good stuff. So we're actually leading in to a very popular streaming show with Jeannie Tanner and Abigail Rickards called Desperate Measures Music Series, 7 p.m. every Wednesday. But of course, before I get to that, as I always say, welcome to Chicago Music Revealed. I'm Mike Jeff for ChicagoJazz.com, Chicago Jazz Magazine. We are normally here every night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, but instead we're doing it a little bit earlier today, but that's all right. We can all hang out a little bit earlier today, and then we can all head over at 7 p.m. to check out the live stream show that we're going to talk to Abby and Jeannie about here in a second. Wanted also to let everyone know, Jazz Showcase is open this weekend. Yes, Wayne is opening up, even though the city, uh, in their infinite wisdom, decided to close down anybody that doesn't serve food including the jazz showcase because apparently they were worried about hundreds of people rushing into the jazz showcase to hang out and not be socially distanced. So Wayne is doing it over there with no liquor, but he needs your support. So please head over there and make sure you are, uh, you know, supporting live music. Denise times is going to be on performing live shows at 7 PM and 9 PM Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, 4 PM and 7 PM accordingly so jazzshowcase.com wanted to make sure i got that in and also as always i am also the director of programming and entertainment at the soon-to-be opening epiphany center for the arts 201 south ashland avenue we are racing forward we should be announcing shows fingers crossed assuming our merchant accounts and everybody gets lined up here by friday we should be up and rolling if not first part of next week we're going to be online selling tickets to our covid safe Performance is starting September 1st. So stick around for that. Of course, all the information at epiphanyshy.com. Now, without further ado, let me bring on our favorite people. Well, my favorite people. Well, somebody's favorite people. Let me bring them on. Hang on one second here. I gotta... Somebody's got to like us. <laughs> Abigail Records and Jeannie Tanner, it is a pleasure to have you both on the show. And I've been looking forward to this. Um, for a very long time. Let me make sure I've got my sound up here. All right. So I've been looking forward to this for a very long time because obviously we're very good friends and Abby's been on my show at the hot dog stand. So we actually have a returning guest from the hot dog stand. Jeannie didn't make it down to the hot dog stand. And unfortunately now it is being turned into a Chinese buffet. So I don't think we'll I like Chinese food. <laughs> Fair, well, yeah, I did a podcast with you though early yes. on, like two years ago, I think. Yes, Actually, you can like Chinese food better than hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're, I don't think the guy's gonna let me in there with a camera, so don't worry about it. I don't think <laughs> Do you want me to call him? <laughs> no. No. That won't be crazy at all. Hey, Abby knows people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, I can, you know what I'm saying? I, I can imagine that Abby knows a lot of people. I know I get it. <laughs> but, but yes, Jeannie, to your point, you came down and did a uh, did a podcast down at the office, actually, at the Chicago yeah. Jazz Magazine yeah. office down in 1965. So, yeah, that's right. I've had you both yeah. on. But yeah, now, the words and music. Yeah. That's right. Cool. That's right. Yeah, for your show over at City Winery. But this show, it it started similar to the way I started mine, but 
we talked before we got live and you brought up the point that you were first on any live streaming thing because you guys were saw it coming. First. Yeah. Well, kind of first in Chicago with what we do. Yes, exactly. So Desperate Measures Music Series Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Facebook.com, Abigail and no, Abigail Genie Music. That's the place to go. Of course, it's all linked up below. So why am I even telling you anything about it? Yeah, and it's on both of our pages. You can find we'll us. We'll find you. Yeah. We'll find we'll you. We'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's <laughs> let's talk a little bit about this because I, you know, obviously for everybody that's watching this show, both of you were used to performing five to seven nights a week at a lot yes. of the different yeah. venues that everybody knows, from Andy's to the Green Mill to Eddie V's and everywhere in between, winters. And then when this whole thing went down. It really stopped, but you guys were forthing. You guys went, well, wait a minute. This whole thing's shutting down. We better do something immediately. So you guys actually did it, I think, before even all the clubs closed officially, right? So talk a yeah, little bit about uh, who was, came up it with it. It was March 18th, so I think it was like two days after they had announced. And But we had, the city wasn't closed down yet. Yeah, had right. they, gave us, they gave us notice that it was happening on, I believe it was Saturday. Or it was effective or yeah, something. Yeah. So basically, I got, I remember this distinctly. I got home from a trip and it, everything just started to fall apart. And I got a call that one of our main venues wasn't having us back. And so I called you and I said, did you hear about this? And you're like, yes. And I said, the ax is falling. Yep, yep. We're going to need something here. And we had been, we had done a few gigs together. Where we, you, yeah, where we sang harmony. So I said, you know, and during those, we had live streamed a song here and there. Yes, yes. So we just, I said, if this continues, we got to live stream. We got to do something. It wasn't an original idea like other people, but <laughs> but we just were fast. We were just yeah. pushing everybody else out of the way. That's, that's all. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we had been doing these for a couple of years off and on where Abby would play a set and I would sing harmony with her and then we'd switch off. I'd play piano, whatever. But never two pianos. That was never, so mm. this was just like, so we talked on a Friday, and by Tuesday, she called me. She's like, let's go. So we're like, okay, tomorrow night. We had no plan. We didn't know how this was going to go. <laughs> and we're just like, okay, put up the cameras. And Susan put and up the cameras. And then I get here, and this gorgeous background yeah. is here. And it's like the it's like dead of winter, even though it's yeah. March. But I remember it was like really cold. But a little, little, sort of a little nightclub atmosphere. Yeah. Susan put up all these lights. And, uh, and, and away we went. <laughs> and then while the day that we were supposed to do it, they announced that two days later, the whole city, there would be shelter in place. Yeah. So we decided that after that first night of recording, we would do what we call guerrilla recording. Yeah, it was actually, it was actually Wednesday. And then Friday, that's what we were going to do. We were going to record. And, and Abby walked in and I was like, okay, we need to do a live stream tonight. So we did one more. And then we recorded that night and like, like three or four other shows. I think there was just like kept going ever by the end everybody was like oh we brought changes God. of clothes and everything to try to make it appear like a little professional it's not just the same clothes the whole time and then susan that edited, last set yeah, was a little sad huh? it was and then susan edited them all together and then we were able to push them out for like three or four weeks until, until we, were we knew we were quarantined yeah. safely yeah. and then we sort of made a pact to only see each other wednesdays Mm -hmm. Once we quarantined for two or three weeks and yeah. we've sort of been doing that ever since. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you, you know, isn't, isn't it true because it happens happened to me starting the jazz magazine and everything else. 
Why think about logistics? Just say tomorrow night we're doing this. We'll figure it out when we <laughs> figure it out. That's it, you know. And but you know, to your point, I mean, you have a, you know, you guys are over at Jeannie's house, I think, right? So, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, you, that's like a killer background, Jeannie. I mean, you know, once we get back to normal, is it possible for you actually get a PPA license and just ha- turn your whole house into a club <laughs> or what? <laughs> We've talked about it. A lot of people want to come over, and we've actually talked about like guests having guests, and then are also doing uh, house concerts. Sure. But uh, you know, the one thing you're probably finding too that we're finding is that we're also reaching a different audience than we would have normally been reaching when we do our club, you know, and regular guests. Especially when it was winter, right? Yeah. It was cold out, and people were telling their friends, and everybody was stuck in and had no idea what yeah. to do with them. But even now, you know, we I people check in from all over the United States, family, friends, people that I used to, you know, gig with or family or whatever. Abby, the same thing. People overseas. Yeah. You know, uh, we've made friends of friends. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that I've talked about on this show a ton of times is because if there's a silver lining to this whole thing, you guys can talk about this because you're you're experiencing you just touched on it. But, you know. Everybody's so used to, especially in your cases, everybody was so used to rushing from one gig to another gig to another gig to another gig. Who would have time to sit down and actually do like a live stream performance and think (laughs) that they were going to be able to connect? But I feel like by you guys doing this and all these different musicians who are figuring it out and there's good ones, good live streams, bad live streams. And the people that are figuring out like yourselves that can come up with a concept, come up with a quality stream, good background, good sound. I think you're starting to reach people and build an audience that you would have never done in normal times because you just wouldn't have had the time to sit down, nor would you even thought about doing a live stream and quote unquote, giving it away for free. I know you guys have virtual tip jars and stuff, but now I think that this is the kind of thing that, and you tell me, I mean, when you guys, if we ever get back to normal, which I think is still going to be a while when you guys are back performing, I'd imagine that it's probably worth your while to get together and do yeah, a live stream, absolutely. right? No more free samples, Jefferson. You get paid for the next one. Damn. I, what I was Man. actually going to say before I got scary was we actually owe, we owe a lot of thanks to friends who've helped us yeah. to improve quality. Like not only did Susan set up this amazing background and she was editing stuff like when we did all those pre-recordings, but, you know, we've had people... Stacy McMichael helping with the, um, some of the tech stuff. And then we just lucked out with the way that we're, our sound system is set up, you know, because we didn't have a way to go direct at the time from our We from set up our like it was a gig. Yeah, we yeah. set it up like it was a gig, but put, the, put one of the speakers very close to where the phones are. And it works great because you get the ambient you know, feed, and then you also get it directly into the phone. And it works great. I've had so many people call me, and Abby too, like after we started doing, how are you getting what your you sound so great? Are you like, going direct? I don't know, I'm using my 10-year-old sound system. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, pointing it at the camera. <laughs> a lot well, of people are going direct. They're yeah. going through systems yeah. and stuff. We yeah. We're not. Yeah, long. we can do it with OBS, but, you know, for the live streams like this, it just, it works really well. Well, and, and, you know, and a lot of times when you go through systems, it it creates a whole level of other problems that you have to deal with at that point. And, you know, it's, it's way easier to be able to just roll like, like myself, I've got this set up in my office. I just roll in, sit down, Skype, do interviews. I know the sounds running fine and all that stuff. So to your point, you've got it set up. You can sit down, have it happening and all that. But I, I think, you know, this is turning into something where, I mean, you, you know, I have to imagine that you guys are really building an audience. And when you go back and you're able to play some live things, this is going to be a great promotional vehicle for you, isn't it? 
Oh, for sure. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it also is, um, it's a new brand for us. Like, uh, Abby started doing some solo brunch things, and then she's done some stuff with her trio. I've done some things with my quartet on the patio. But this has stayed consistent. This, this has stayed consistent. Um, and it also is building a brand that we had, we had wanted to do this for a couple of years. And so here we are. It just sort of like happenstance because we love singing together. And, and the added is, you know, just two pianos as opposed to one. But um, and then we bring in guests. You know, Stacy has come by and then with my trio, you know, Derek and Stacy have done stuff. And then, uh, you know, Sean and um, Andrew Green of Sean Jacoby, I should say, not Andrew Green. <laughs> They're not brothers. The other brothers. <laughs> Well, I, you know, it's interesting because I, I was actually watching a stream and I don't know if you've ever had this person on your show, but this, this person, three martini genie was on there and oh, she's, <laughs> she's, always, she's crazy. She's half in the bag. She out in the driveway looking in through the windows. Is that where she is? I just call her 17 martini. Genie. <laughs> if uh, only my, I just want to point out, Susan, I want to make sure everyone knows. Those martini glasses are actually three drinks in there. And I usually just have a sip. I'm just saying. Fine. Denial is the first step, you know. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's okay. Nobody likes a quitter. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about what, what people can hear. So if they're experiencing this for the first time and they're coming on here, you guys, you know, you're both accomplished musicians. Obviously, you both have headlined at all of the different clubs. I mean, Jeannie, you've come out with some incredible different recordings with all your original compositions. Abigail, you've come out with some incredible recordings. You've played all over the entire, you know, uh, country. Both of you have. Abby's from New York, and you used to be a staple like at at Smoke and some of the bigger clubs out there. And Jeannie's played and cities and Jeannie's played City Winery here many times and Jazz Showcase and Andy's and all that stuff. I mean, how do you guys come up with like the repertoire for both of you to sit down and do? Because you have to have hundreds of tunes to be able to pull from. So what's the what's the content? And, and not only that, but watching the live stream, I think a lot of people are going to enjoy this because it's not just jazz. I mean, you guys delve into the pop scene, probably a lot of the influential stuff that you grew up listening to. So how do you guys de decide on the repertoire? I think we've both been doing the piano bar thing for a few years in addition to the jazz clubs. Yeah. So that increases Europe exponentially. Like I, I can't even tell you I know. You know, Jeannie's better about learning current pop songs because Stacy really likes those. Um Jeannie, I yeah. need you to learn blah blah for if there's, Lupe for yeah, blah, if there's blah. someone my age in the crowd and they're like eighties and nineties, I'm like, I got you, you know? But um so we have this vast, you know, and it's sort of it, well, the the way we really actually like we we'll we'll sit down after we're done with talking to you, and we just take a half an hour and go through the sets and figure out what we're feeling for the night. What we haven't done in a while. But I think yeah. the common denominator is songs that have good harmonies, songs mm. that can work well with two singers and two pianos. That's sort of how we. And you know, we'll we'll do a solo thing here and there. Yeah. But and Jeannie also will sometimes allow me to have a short snippet of time at the beginning <laughs> to do things like TV themes and. <laughs> trivia, music trivia that I like to do. So we just, so. it's a give and take. And then I'm not doing it tonight, but a lot of times I'll have my percussion out and play my trumpet along with it. So it's just, it's like, it's sort of whatever we're feeling. And it's fun because we can also take requests. You know, uh, Susan helps moderate and Stacy and uh, our niece Rachel helps out too. Yep. Um, so we can kind of get, because um, I don't know if you've found this, but when you're live streaming, it's really distracting to have to look at your phone and see who's on there. So it's nice to actually have someone who's like 
hey, so and so is watching and they want to hear Wawa. Yeah. Landslide. <laughs> or Justin Timberlake or whatever, you know, like they, they, they want to hear something and we can sort of, you know, go from there. So yeah, it's fun. We just sort of make up make it up as we go along. We sort of start with a set list, but we'll go off of and a lot of times Jeannie will have a set list when I arrive and I'll be like, I hate 70% of your stuff. <laughs> so we throw it out and start over. I just start putting together songs. Well, like but whatever. I think yeah. actually that brings up an important point that I want to address. Like, you know, we're, we're pointing out all the great things. Like, how wonderful is it to live stream and reach new people? But I, I just want to touch on that this is a very difficult emotional time for us, too, for everybody. Right. Like, I'm sure you're going through the same thing. I have days where I feel like I can live like this, I can do this, and then days where I'm like, what is happening? I can't, I can barely get out of bed. So I, I found a lot of times one of us is having one of those barely get out of bed days on a Wednesday, and coming here sort of centers us again. Yep. And like, I'll show up and either Jeannie's not talking much, or I'm, you know, complaining about everything. Like, I, <laughs> like I, it's so out of character for me. So clearly I must be troubled if that's what's happening. Um, but Jeannie, actually, Je Jeannie and I didn't want to say anything, but <laughs> you know, I, that's it. Like, you, I mean, you know, obviously, besides being colleagues and working at all we're the really same things, we're like best friends. So yeah. this was a very easy thing to fall into, and it became an emotional support for us. And so we selfishly thought we were doing it for ourselves. Like, well, this makes us feel better. And sometimes nice people tip us, and then we started getting all these messages from people around Emails, the country, cards. Uh, yeah, handwritten cards. I get our neighbors actually heard us and brought, they so call it the music house now. The magical music house because <laughs> it has all the music and all the flowers. That's what one of the kids said. <laughs> I was like, I love that. <laughs> and so it's been it's been therapeutic for everyone for involved. I think. Yeah. So but, it's important to just to remind ourselves that this is the gamut of emotions here, and I'm super psyched that we're doing this talk with you. And I do see a bunch of positives, but if people watching this are like. Why don't I feel as happy as they do? We don't always, and this helps us with it. This helps us yeah, to center totally, ourselves. Totally. Well, and 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 all of us know a lot of musicians. I mean, all the musicians. We're hurting, man. Yeah. We're hurting, Mike. I mean, the entire business is wiped out, you know. And I, I've talked about this a lot of times with musicians from New York, from L.A., from Texas, from everywhere that I've had on the show, and um, you know. Even during the economic crash back in 2008, 2009, there was still business for musicians. There was still something happening. The yeah. clubs. People were still getting married. And stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People were still going out to Andes. They were going to the mill. They were going places. This is like the worst industry to be in for several reasons. One, the venues are closed. We can't perform, right? There, are, there isn't any performances happening necessarily. And number two... A lot of the musicians, and I don't know how many people watching this know this, but from a casual music standpoint, if you're not a musician, you might not realize this. A lot of musicians are the ones that fall through those cracks because they're not W-2 employees. Mm -hmm. And yes. a lot of yes. them aren't necessarily even getting a 1099. It's it's yeah. a lot of, you know, uh, sole proprietors and things like that, that that fall through the cracks where a lot of that unemployment, a lot of the different benefits, a lot of the aid programs didn't apply to the musicians or to the, even to the venues. The venues are struggling. They can't open up. They can't do 50 or less and have it make any sense if you're like the Metro or if you're your city winery. They can't just open up. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, so, totally. you know, if there's a lot. This industry is like the worst industry for something like this to happen in. And I don't know how many people really understand that. 
And I, th I know all of us not to go down onto a, you know, a downer note here, but I mean, I think we're going to be looking at some venues closing here shortly because I mean, you just can't afford to continue to pay a rent or a lease and not be able to open back up. And it's just one of those things, which then is going to drive right into the entertainment business, right into all the musicians that aren't going to have those venues to go back to and perform in. So, you know, the entire world is kind of readjusting, but this is one of those industries that's just, it's brutal. And Decimated. We, you know, well, and, and it's it's right in line with, with the theaters and, yep, and the yep. live event producers. I mean, we're all struggling, but I think, and I think there's another, another uh, point here, Mike, with musicians self, you know, live streaming who are self-contained. Like I can live stream by myself. I can play the piano and sing. We so, are very so, fortunate. So, like so can yeah. Abby. We yeah. can play together. We've got our groups. But for side musicians, well, you know, as a drummer, you need a band. You're gonna sit there and play drums and put up your PayPal. You, you mean, kidding me? I That's... send you a little money. Don't worry. I'm so, doing that next week. Are you kidding me? Who wouldn't want to listen to? Yeah. Who wouldn't want to listen to a Mike Jeffers bossa nova for 45 That's minutes? His PayPal. his PayPal is paradiddle at gmail.com. I'm going to, now, you know what? I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? Like if you play guitar, if you play saxophone, yeah. but if yep. you're a saxophonist or you're actually a vocalist who doesn't play piano, it puts you in a, a really precarious position because you got to go find the other musicians. And especially when we were locked down, you didn't have that, didn't have that option. So, right. You know, I think we're in a unique position here, and I think you're absolutely right as to your point before. We'll continue to do this. Even when it comes back, we will continue to We've do this. We've already talked about yeah. the possibility of both not taking a Wednesday night gig should yeah. this come back to just, just keep this yeah. the way it is. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think you guys are building something, and, you know, you're constantly figuring things out, just like a lot of the other musicians are trying to figure things out and navigating. But thank God, could you imagine that if we didn't have the Internet, we didn't have social media, and we were, didn't have the ability to live stream things right now? Oh, I can't I imagine. Keep thinking about it, this happened when we were kids. We'd have, like, an Atari and three channels. <laughs> right. I think about the kids in that way. I'd be like, I'd be playing Pac-Man and watching ABC the whole time. Like, that'd be it. Our parents would be drinking heavily, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, I, I hear from other parents that they already are drinking heavily. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about both of you, though. Should We, we should steer them over. So why don't, why don't we take, uh, Abby, why don't you take this one first? I mean, you came out with a release a couple of years ago, right? That was your la your last release. Am I remembering that yeah, correctly? Yeah, I actually and have one in the hopper, and I have a release date at the Green Mill the first weekend of November right now, but we shall see. Yeah. Oh, great. I haven't, I haven't talked to Dave. I mean, obviously, we just go with whatever's going on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I... My, it's funny, I just went to see my parents because I hadn't seen them in a while. And my dad said to me, as I was leaving, I'm talking about, you know, getting other part-time jobs. And he goes, don't ever forget you're an artist. Don't walk away from that no matter exactly. what happens. That's exactly and right. he, well, he's totally right. I can't walk away from it. And part of the reason, you know, when we're talking about it being a downer for musicians, it's like, we, we don't choose to do this for the money or for it. Like, this is just what we do. And if... I always tell people, if you can see yourself doing something else, then do it besides being a musician, because it's a hard life as it is. Yeah. And, you know, so I still have projects going on. Like I, you know, I have a video recording for something coming up in about a month that you'll hear about when I announce it. And, um, you know, I might, like I said, I'm still releasing that album, whenever that might be. So we just, we got to keep trucking, man. Yeah. Let's carry on. 
<laughs> well, and, and Jeannie, I mean, you're, you know, you, you just came out, was it, it was last year or was it two years ago already now when you came out with the, uh, the last release that was Word, words and music, but what? since then I put out some singles, a couple of Christmas things. Yeah. And then yep. now I'm working on a, a new release called, I want to be the change. It's actually going to be released in a couple of weeks. Awesome. I wrote it. I wrote, thank you. You're I wrote right. it for uh, a, a concert at uh, City Winery last year for um, MLK's birthday mm-hmm. celebration. And uh, it's just sort of morphed into one of those people really like it. Let's do something. So we just filmed some some video on uh, footage on Sunday, working with LaShira Moore Ellis, who's amazing, and Sophie Grimm and myself. And uh, I just want to put out the message to people that, you know, it's personal. I want to be the change not pointing any fingers, like we're all in this together. Let's figure it out. And then I've also been doing, uh, continuing on with TV and film projects. I've got a couple of songs that are going to be in the Dolly Parton show, um, Heartstrings on Netflix, wow. which will be in the fall. And I plan to star in a Dolly Parton show. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also wrote Obviously. For a, I wrote the score for uh, uh, an online web, web series called Bong Zombies. Which is actually really yes. funny. I watched it with Bong- it's a bunch of guys who smoke weed and, and yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's I knew. A, I think I so knew a couple of them in high school, uh, actually. McNapier from Second City, and it's it's really funny. It's oh, really that's funny. awesome! That's awesome. I it's think all I... instrumental. It's a whole different thing that people don't know that I do. I actually score instrumental music for shows. So, well, you know, it's it's one of those things too. I mean, as creators and creatives, I should say, you guys are constantly still creating, and I think that's one of the things. I've talked to a lot of musicians that are still doing stuff. They're still practicing. They're still working on stuff. They're still working on their chops. They're trying to figure out this this new reality here, uh, trying to understand how they can, you know, continue to create their art uh, in this strange, strange new reality we seem to be in. But I mean, you know, it's awesome. And I, I you know, I've had a lot of different musicians on that have released performance or released recordings during the pandemic. And I think of it similar to your show. I mean, you've got a captive audience. So if people know about it and they're good, they're going to check it out more than if they were so busy with their lives before you oh, had to really true. beat them in the head a million times. So it's almost like a really good time to put something out and catch that audience. And since you guys have your marketing, you know, your marketing machine happening here, your desperate measures that you're just going to build an empire off of it on either side of it. <laughs> right? Well, we actually want to do some recording together as and then well. We're so. thinking about running for president. <laughs> not for, we're not ready for four. We have to raise the funds through the, the GoFundMe and the PayPal. Well, you know, I mean, if Kanye can run for president, I, I don't understand say, why you, you know, guys couldn't. I'd vote for you guys. Other musicians. That's so kind of you. <laughs> Three martini, oh, three martini genie is the uh, is is the secretary of state, right? Because she's going to go talk to them. <laughs> we'll send her to go talk to Putin. Put in a rim shot. Hey. All right. So tonight at seven p.m., everybody's got to tune in to uh, Facebook.com Abigail Genie Music and check that out. Of course, everybody can head over to GenieTanner.com and AbigailRecords.com for all the updated information and everything that we just talked about as far as the new releases and any new shows and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, guys, thanks for being on And You know what you actually, so check this out. I got one quick concept for you to, to your point, you guys play live, you guys take requests, you guys get some, some tip jar things and all that. What if I did my live stream with a drum set 
and I won't stop playing until I hit a certain number. So like people have to pay me to stop. That's a great idea. I, you can tip us not to sing. No, so I do this thing where I'll sing like a quarter tone flat for just for to, till she tells me to stop. I wonder how long I could do that until people tip me to stop. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we got to, you know, we could reinvent it. We're reworking it I from think the back so. end, man. It's just like mercy tipping. Like, just please. <laughs> just, just hey, make it stop. Oh, no, thanks, guys. Thanks for being on. Congratulations. And we'll Thank be you. watching at 7 p.m. tonight and every Wednesday. All right. Take care. We'll see you soon. Thank you. All right. Jeannie Tanner, Abigail Records. And, uh, you know, we didn't even get into the... Um, into the uh, other stuff that they do, but they do a ton of different things. We were going going to uh, talk a little bit about Abigail Records being down at my show and trying to put ketchup on the hot dog. And I had to say that when she wasn't on so she doesn't bother me. But anyways, we stopped that whole thing right in the tracks. Anyways, thanks, guys. Thanks for being on. Jeannie Tanner, Abigail Records, always a pleasure. And uh, wow, what a show. It's 6.05 and uh, we are ending early because we started early but tomorrow we'll be back at 6 p.m central standard time and of course friday our blues friday we've got jimmy burns the great the legendary jimmy burns is going to be on the show on friday at 6 p.m of course with co-host dave katzman he's going to be joining us and tomorrow's guest will be announced very shortly we're going to put that up but i always appreciate everyone watching that was a fun interview. If you liked what you heard, please comment. Please leave us a message. Please DM us if you got an idea for the show. DM us. Of course, thank you for watching. As I always say, if you like what you're here, please tell your friends, tell your family, call the grandkids. Chicago Music Revealed right here every day, 6 p.m.